it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. This is my friend who's our guest today, Julie Tran Dealey. A lot of you probably know her from her blog, The Little Kitchen, and just from being all around, she's just an everything kind of young, smart woman. Now, we met because uh, she was she's an influencer and a company that we did a food styling seminar invited her to be a guest. And luckily, we've got to keep her after the seminar was over. Cindy and I have still gotten to be friends with Julie. Now, let me tell you why I'm so excited she's here today. I did a podcast a few, few back called Denise and ADHD. And if you listen to that podcast, you'll certainly understand understand. And it's proof positive that I have ADHD because it's crazy. It sounds a little crazy, but you wake up in this head every morning. Now, I've known I had ADHD for years. In the olden days, they just call it ADD. And never mind. I've learned, I've had, I found hacks and a career and things that worked for me. But so when I was catching up with Julie just a couple of weeks ago, and she told me that she had just been diagnosed with ADHD and told me about what she was doing and and what she was finding out about it, I was so impressed and so excited. And that's why I asked her to come today and be a guest, because I think more people have um, things, have wires in their brain that could be rewired or maybe they can't be but that there's things beyond their control or things they were born with so welcome julie hi thank you for having me oh hey, don't kill me don't I'm... kill me i have to correct you on the pronunciation of my name oh, no isn't it Dealey? it's Diley. Oh, it's okay crap. now i'm so sorry <laughs> you know what i say it rhymes with riley Oh. And it's funny because we were just talking about names, right? Um, I always joke around and say, I don't care if someone mispronounces it because it's my husband's last name. Oh, so whatever. I wasn't born with that name. Yeah. I don't mind. Now, I have to tell you, uh, Julie Tran Diley. And here's why. There you go. But the only thing I have to say, I bet I mispronounced it last time to Julie because my brain, Cindy knows, once I mispronounce something, I'll keep mispronouncing it. I apologize. I should have asked oh, no worries. before we went on the air, but there's another signal to you about my brain. <laughs> now, and I have to tell you, the one other, if I make the wrong turn getting to a house, like I go right when I should have gone left, the next time I go there, I'll still go right knowing it's wrong, but I remember the correction. Okay, so that just goes to show you which is why sometimes it takes me a really long time to do things. So hello, and I'm so sorry, but welcome. Oh, no worries. Now, when I spoke to you last and you had told me you had just been diagnosed, I know in my last podcast about my own ADHD, I gave some of the absolutely incredible tips that you were giving me about the podcast that you'd watched on YouTube and all that. Before we go into that, I want to know what made you all of a sudden get diagnosed now at your age? Well, it's so funny because I I kind of am afraid to share this because I feel like a lot of people have been saying this. Like, I, I, I dread this part because some people are like, oh, well, ADHD is trending right now. And I'm like, really? Well, you oh, think my, neuro, yeah. my neurodevelopmental disorder is... <laughs> 
my neurodivergence is is a, is a trend. Well, great, you know, but like I was watching some TikTok videos. Okay. It's so interesting. Um, TikTok showed me some videos and it was, um, I don't remember if it was a psychiatrist or a therapist, but they were a mental health worker and they were like, they were sharing the different contradictions between um, ADHD. And I should have looked those up before, but it was really good because it was about like, oh, well, can't focus, but can hyper-focus, you know, stuff like that. Or like, um, doesn't like structure, but needs structure. Got it. Right? Yeah. Because we find structure boring and being restrictive, but we need a little bit of structure. Otherwise, we can't get anything done. That's right. And so there's like all these contradictions that that go with it. Um, I saw the videos and I was like, huh, well, crap, like what the heck? (laughs) And yeah, and I have a friend who was diagnosed like 20 years ago and she's about my age and we were talking and she would tell me um, like different things that she was doing that was working for her. But I really didn't think about her having ADHD all the time when we talked or that I had the same thing as her. I just didn't. It didn't occur to me until I saw these videos um, and I kept seeing, I saw probably like four or five of them. So then I went to see my therapist who I had been seeing for seven years. And I said, okay, um, I think I have ADHD. And then she sat there like this and her jaw was like on the ground. And I was like, what? And she goes, I thought you knew you had it. Oh. And I was like, what? What? And then so we talked about like the different things that I could do to get diagnosed. And um, unfortunately, my area where I live is not like a huge metropolitan area. But I think this is a problem that's widespread around the country is that um, psychiatric providers have really long wait, like wait times for new patients. Yes. And then because since 2020, it's gotten worse from what I'm reading. Yes, you're right. It's gotten worse. So, um, you know, I tried to get on wait lists and even the psychiatric providers that were, I was referred to, they were like, you have to fill out a form and then we'll decide if we'll put you on our waiting list. It was even like that. Got it. And, and then she said, well, you can go see your PCP about it. And I thought, I don't want to do that. I want to see a psychiatric provider. And then I thought, you know what, let me just do it. Luckily I talked to her. She has experience with it. And, um, I mean, she knew right away. She was like, yes, you have it. But yes, I still want you to go see a psychiatric provider. Right. Um, but yeah, like, and before I actually went to see the doctor, it was it was actually last year, Father's Day. Um, so last June, so June last year, and I'm sitting there with my stepdad and my um, who I call my dad. If I ever say my dad, I'm talking about my stepdad, and my sister and my brother. And I was like, y'all, I think I have ADHD. And they both were like, yeah, you do. And then they started pointing out why they thought I had it. And, you know, it's funny because I've heard of this term and some people say it's not a real thing. It's not a DSM thing, but it's called rejection sensitive sensitivity disorder where you do really take things personally. Some people are, it's, you know, and I have found like I take every, every, you know, people would say, why are you so serious? Like, you know, why can't you take a joke? Because I take everything literally like I read text literally. I mean, I can laugh at jokes, but I take everything literally like I actually when I watch like stand up comedians, I'm learning stuff about our culture and I'm going, oh, this is great. They're so smart. So I'm not just taking like the learning lesson from it, but, you know, the commentary that they're making on like society in general yeah. or whatever. 
And my husband's always said, like, I was just joking, you know, and my sister just said it recently to me. That was a joke, Julie. I was like, it's it's like, really, you know, and rejection sensitivity disorder is like, is all about like, you know, not being able to kind of like deal with rejection and like take things personally. Do you feel like you're like that, too? No, but I have the but you're I'm saying your brain is processing that differently. Another. Yes, absolutely. You're processing a joke differently. That's why you're taking it in with all sorts of information. And then some. Yes. So you know what I have? I have that. And I it has a name. But I just read it about it in one of the ADHD groups. It's being contrary. I don't know. I'll, I'll come up with it. I shouldn't speak. About, but the, Cindy used to say, say it about me. Sometimes it's just like, I just say no to say no. Okay. I, I'm not, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This feel, I feel attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about I'll let you finish and then I'll shift. So, so also, by the way, ADHD people are master interrupters, right? Yeah. Oh, we like no. interrupt we can't all the it. time. It's our impulse. We have no impulse control yes. when it comes to that. And I, I want to talk about that a little bit, though, too. Please. I'll let you finish. Sorry. So, no, no. So <laughs> that's how you found out. But I love that your family just said that. Oh, sure. Of course. A similar thing, Julie, the therapist that I've been seeing. See, years ago, when I 30 years ago for my first therapist, she said, you have ADD. Don't you know, and I didn't really listen to her. Then Kenny was the one that pointed it out to me when we got married at 40, he brought home the time magazine. I told him and just said, see this, this is you. And of course that was huge in the beginning in the nineties, because my whole generation, only boys had hyperactivity. You know, boys acted out badly, not girls. And yet as a child, I was one of the first girls to ever be sent to the principal's office when I was in elementary school, stuff like that. But I, I, I was aware of it. So the therapist I've been going to now, the same thing I said, well, you know, and I, we've never talked about this, but I had ADHD. And she's very funny. She just stopped. She said, like, I didn't know. And then I thought, oh, well, all right. I, I We hadn't brought it up. So I, I thought maybe it was going to be news to you, but it wasn't. So, honey, I've been there. I know exactly how you feel. It's interesting because I even had some friends when I told them, were like, they were like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, why didn't you tell me? I know. And everybody, I was like, why didn't you tell me? And I, I have to be honest, I don't think I could have heard it. Bef- like, you know, I'm 43 now. I love that you call me a young woman. You are. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm not usually lost for words, but like, at 42 was diagnosed. And I think that I, I don't think I would have been able to hear it before 42. You know what I mean? Like, sure. sure. I don't know. I, Maybe I, I wouldn't have been able to hear it. And I really didn't know what ADHD meant. I really didn't know what all of this meant that, you know, has to do with our dopamine and our um, norepinephrine and all that stuff until I listened to that podcast, from that neurobiologist, neuroscientist, he was amazing. He and was amazing. Um, that podcast episode. Uberman. And Le- yeah. And it's interesting because I've always said this and I feel like this is even more with like people with ADHD or maybe people who are neurotypical is that like, we just don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And we just need to be okay with that. Right. Like you just don't know. Yes. Like I really, I was like, I didn't know. And the other thing was a, a months after I was diagnosed with ADHD, I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. And I was like, what? And I, I really thought, I, it's, I feel very stupid saying this, 
and I know I, sh I should stop saying that, but like, I really thought because I don't have panic attacks, I didn't have anxiety. I get it. I understand. I understand that. And like what I figured out and from like a lot of reading and a lot of research, because I'm the consummate researcher, a yes. student, a learner, is that like um, my anxiety helped keep my ADHD in check. My anxiety of being worried of like being late or well, I'm always late still, but like deadlines and all these things. And then once I was really working through therapy, not realizing I was working my anxiety, my ADHD was getting worse and out of control. And so like, there's a lot, and obviously we should have a disclaimer like you did last time, like not giving medical advice. No. You should talk to a provider. It's funny because I've I've asked ChatGPT questions about anxiety and ADHD because I was just curious about what ChatGPT was going to say. And it at the end always says, if you think that anxiety or ADHD is affecting your life, please seek help from a mental health provider. You know, talk to somebody who has degrees and certifications and um, not, don't listen to us about medical advice. But at the same time, what I've read is that a lot of people who have ADHD also like ADHD is not a mental health disorder, right? It's a right. brain disorder from what I've learned, but it can cause and affect mental health issues and it can be combined with other mental health issues. Of course. So there's some people who have ADHD and depression, ADHD and PTSD or CPTSD yes. or an anxiety and like. It's so interesting. Once I learned that part of it, it like clicked of like, oh, well, honestly, that's probably why a lot of little girls are not diagnosed because their anxiety like holds it in. And you talked a little bit a lot about this in that episode where you talked about your ADHD and you said, well, we kind of just like, like acted like we were okay. Like we were acted like we were fine. We just, everyone just kind of thinks that we, we look normal. Like, you know, that's right. whatever. I shouldn't use the word normal, but like I learned that's called masking. Of course. Is that. Yeah, we like do that to like, but then once the hard thing is to figure out who you really are because, you know, and then if you have some of that people pleasing in you, like which a lot of women I feel like do, of course, um, it's really hard. So, you know, it's a journey. It's been a whole journey. A journey. I say. I'll tell you. And one of the things you said, Julie, this is all. See, I think and this is anxiety, which is people now use that word. In my generation, people say, oh, she's a worry ward. Well, see, yes. thinking about something a little bit, but having anxiety, real full-blown anxiety. So people say, oh, she just likes to worry. No, chances are she doesn't like to worry. And chances are it's more serious. And it's just, I mean, we all, you worry a little bit about something happens and you worry, but you don't, you're not anxious. And you just mentioned it. When you have severe anxiety, yes, it goes into depression or into drug use or into alcohol abuse. I mean, this is the stuff that for me, and this is something when I, as a younger woman, I, masking, I had such a high energy level that I couldn't wait to have that glass of wine because it was the only thing that could shut me up, you know, but masking... I do it still to this time. I need to hear things two or three times before I understand it. Okay. I don't get yes. it. Done. I have to see it in writing. I have to read it. I learn through everything. I learn through reading, from doing, from auditory. Um, so when, but I learned to mask. If people said something to me, I'll just say to them, oh, sure. But I have no idea what they've just said to me. Do you know what I mean? And my husband mm -hmm. was the one that said to me, 
you process things differently, but you pretend that you understood it because you're too, you're not going to say you didn't understand it. So that's a big problem with ADHD. Do you know what I mean? That it's the yeah. masking of it that you don't. Uh, yes. You're not processing the same thing. So you're not going to get it the same way. Sometimes it's interesting because we do process things. And I don't know how to explain it to someone who doesn't have it like entirely because um, I wanted it later on. I wanted to share some tips, like you said, things that were working for me. Yes. And I'll just share one of them is that I have to read things twice, three times. Like sometimes I'll read an email and I'm like, and then I'll read it again and I'll actually see a different word. Yes. Than I saw before. Me too. And it's me just trying to do it too fast. Yeah. Because I wanted to do too fast. You said in that other episode, and we keep referencing it, it's definitely real. Uh, definitely listen to it because when you said the death of you will be to have to do something over again. Yeah. And I was like, do you know, like how many times, like the reason why I get really annoyed if we get lost, especially if we're on foot, if we're walking around and I'm like, if I have to retrace my steps. Well, first of all, I live in the Florida heat, but like. I just like can't deal with that. I know. And it probably, and like someone's probably listening to this going, oh my gosh, she sounds like a three year old, like, and I don't want to offend three year olds, but like, you know, like, like, sounds like a child who just does it, can't deal with it. And it's like, no, we don't want to do the work. Like, we want to do it right. We want to do it good. And we, we don't want to have to do the work over again. Um, and you're trying to do things as fast. I'm trying to do things as fast as possible, but I'm not, I'm missing things because I'm trying to do it too fast. I have to read text messages a couple of times. You I'll start rapid fire responding to friends and then realize I'll go back to their initial text and I go, I totally re I read that wrong. I read, you know? I do it all the time. I read it wrong. I yeah. read a text or an MMO and I'll start to say, dare they say that to me in my mind. Right? Yes. <laughs> What a dick to talk to me like that. Now, I have learned, and this is impulse control, which I know you're going to talk a little bit more about, but ADHD has impulse controls. That's why we interrupt each other. That's mm -hmm. why we blurt out in class. That's why we didn't raise our hand. That's why, you know, a lot of behavior that we exhibit. But honey, uh, the next morning when I'm not tired, it's not the end of the day, just meaning sometimes tired. I read it and I think, oh, I'm so glad I didn't respond to that because that, that's not at all what they were saying. So talk about yes. having to read something two or three times. I yes. posted a little meme, meme on the meme on the um, <laughs> woman beyond because <laughs> when I read that word, it cracks me up because I think it's me, 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 me on the woman beyond a certain age page. And it said the ADHD brain very very fast like a car going very very fast steering not very good and brakes almost impossible so that's how I feel about you know and people always think oh you're so quick you're so this well some of that's good and some of that's problematic you know that's all yeah. of it can be very problematic yes it can be frustrating and I'm sure it's frustrating I now looking back, I'm sure it was frustrating for some of my coworkers because like you said, the blurting out, the interrupting. And like when I was really like exploring that and thinking about that, because that was one of the observations my sister had was because you interrupt all the time. And I was like, well, it's not because I'm trying to be rude. It's because I have something to say. Yeah. And to be honest, if you don't hear a peep out of me, I'm not paying attention. So Good that's point. the key, Cindy. Yeah. Like if Denise doesn't say anything, 
she's not interrupting you. She didn't hear anything you just said. She's not going to remember it. Because there's been several times lately where my, you're laughing to these. Um, my husband's like, I told you that already. Because I was like, oh my gosh, this is a great deal. Look at this. I sent him a picture. I sent like, there's this banner at the gas station. And I sent him a picture. He goes, I told you about that two weeks ago. Just, Can he do that to you? And I'm like, I really don't remember him saying that. Because no. I was probably on my phone doing something. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I have to, because the thing for me is, is I can hyper-focus, I can laser focus on something that I'm really interested in. Um, and then the world just kind of like, like I can block the whole world away if I'm, I'm doing that. So, um, and then talking about processing things really fast, but then missing some things, right? Yes. Like I would have these ideas when I worked in like the corporate world and I was a software engineer and be like, oh this is a great idea and I'm going to share it. Not because I wanted to be like the best and like, oh, look at me. I have this idea. I just wanted to make it better and I wanted to share it and I didn't have any, I wasn't shy about sharing ideas or criticisms or like, wait, we should, we need to think about this. That's right. Whereas, and then you end up stepping on people's toes and you have to know about office politics and, you know, like there's just, because we're so creative, we're creative thinkers. i I really like, I really do feel like that's one of my strengths is being able to think about strategy and thinking out of the box. So um, even though this has been frustrating at times and at the beginning, like, I wish I knew this when I was 12 years old, I feel yeah. like a lot of things would have been a lot easier, but I've just tried to figure out ways around things. Like you said, hacks and just try to figure out like how to use certain things to my advantage. I don't want to be like, full of toxic positivity because it's not easy. It's frustrating. Yes. Um, and then dealing with like mental health providers and stuff like that and talking about like medications and like certain medications are like, you know, that the DEA like pays attention to. There's all these different things that like you have to navigate and like even just getting like healthcare and mental health care, just picking up the phone is hard for someone with ADHD. So, um, yeah, I was. I just wrote a letter actually to a company to their CEO because I needed to complain about the service I was getting. Um, <laughs> I don't. I wasn't gonna tell this story, but like, basically, I wrote this long thing, and it was really good because I. I feel like I was so proud of myself because like I removed emotion out of it because I usually yeah. get really emotional. Yes, and it was like, it was, and then I went to go copy and paste it in the little like like the little box that they have on their website and it said too much. And I was like, oh, I am not rewriting this. So then I Googled the CEO's email address and I thought, I don't know if this is the email address, but I sent it to him and I did not get a response from him. But two days later, the company called me. All right. And they explained all this stuff to me. And I was just like, you know, like, it's just, and I went down a whole rabbit hole. I, <laughs> I, several things you said make sense. See, and this is, if people don't know this about ADHD, if you've never suffered of it, but you may have worked and it, it, I think it's frustrating. I felt once in a while, Julie, after I spoke to you, I tried to be honest and I thought, would my life have been easier in some of the paths that I took if I hadn't if I'd been diagnosed earlier in life, do you know what I mean? If there had been some way for me to harness some of the energy into um, a more positive stream or not been 
discounted because of it. Do you know what I mean? People saying, oh, you just talk too much. Well, sometimes you're just blurting it out because we have so many ideas. You're just trying to get, I used to say to Cindy sometimes, this is a really bro- smart idea for us. Can you remember it right now? Or I've, you know, and she would say the next day, you had that idea. And I think, oh yeah, I, I have ideas and I already forget them. I, I mm-hmm. say to people all the time, you know, it's just a thought, but I see you in a picture with a, you know, how your menu could be and stuff like that. And they'd look at me with their mouths open or career guidance. I'm excellent at it. I always have been. But the next day I don't remember it. So if I don't, yes. if I don't write down those ideas, they're here and then they're gone. Yes. They later, oh, you know, you said something to me and I'd say, okay, when was that? They'd say, oh, last week. And I want you to repeat it. I'd say, what the hell are you talking about? Repeat it. I'm- I know. Okay, the speeding. I recently gave yeah. a friend some advice and she came back to me and said, oh, you know, um, we had to like go around the room, like our Zoom call at work and we talked about what we're grateful for. And I said, I was grateful for you because all the great advice you gave. And I almost texted her back and said, what did I say to you? That was so amazing. Absolutely. Because I don't remember everything I said to you, Uh, but I'm glad I could help, you know. Honey, it's that's what the blurting out and impulse is sometimes, because we know that we're not going to forget that information. Okay, I've had friends when I had my trip to San Francisco. So, oh, God, I called it the ghost tour. Everyone I saw has been friends for 30 years or restaurants for 50 years or old boyfriend, you name it. And they all said the same thing. They said, do you remember what you said to me that day? And I said, not a clue, refreshing. And then when they told me, I think, oh, yeah, that sounds like something I would have said, but not a clue. I remember what other people said to me. I remember moments like that. I very seldom say, I very seldom remember what I said, because it's like a speeding bullet. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It goes out. Yeah. And then I move on to something else that I'm interested in. Okay, that's saying when and but I have learned this has only been this year, Julie. I try really hard, like your husband, when Curtis says, I told you that two weeks ago. I really try (laughs) when Kenny speaks to me now that we're both retired and we're living together every day and stuff. When he speaks to me, I try to look him right in the face and listen to what he's saying to me. Okay. Whereas when I was busy and working, I'd think, oh, I don't have time for this shit. And I would just move on. But now I look right at him and I think, what's he saying to me that's important? Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's not good communication. And, it's true. You know, it's true. But at the same time, for me, it's really hard if I'm sitting here and I'm working and I'm on a, a, on track here. And then someone says, hey, and they interrupt me. Oh, like, yeah. It, it's the contradiction of. I interrupt, but I can't, I can't be interrupted. It, I, I actually say I'm being derailed. I really feel like a train being derailed and like, it's so hard to get me back on track. And so it's almost like, okay, give me a minute or like, I, 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 let me finish this. And I've learned to not just blurt out and kind of be shitty or bitchy and be like, I can't do this right now. Like, you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm working on this. Can you just give me a few minutes, you know? Um, and learning that, like, because we're short and snappy, sometimes yeah. short and snappy doesn't seem nice to other people. We're kind. Yes. And so that's the thing. Like I, th- there's those things like that. I wish I knew. I know. So that I could be a better friend or a better wife or like, or that I can just navigate the world a little bit. I can understand myself a little bit better. I think that's probably more of it of, of anything of like, yeah. And like, you know, um, do all the things that we wanted to do. Like you said, all those ideas, you know, 
it's, it's so funny because for a long time I've said, well, maybe I'll have 10 careers in my life. And it makes sense because I have ADHD. I want to do all the things. That's right. I don't want to just do one thing. Now, talk to us about since you've been diagnosed and what you've been doing, because you gave me so much help just in the phone call that we had, because I went, I went to YouTube and I watched. Oh, oh, it was so helpful. And when, so talk to us about tips or because people, you have an, see, one of the things I look at you, because we're 30 years difference in our age, you can make some of these adjustments, Julie. I know you can. I'm trying to, by just saying I listen to my husband. And I'm trying not to be snippy because I'm the same way. It's like I'm hyper-focused. So then when someone pulls me off something, I'm like a rabid dog. Mm -hmm. I think, how dare you? You know what I mean? And yes, we're not trying to be, we're not, we're literally, and also, like you said, you don't want to forget the words. So we're just like literally pushing it out. That's right. It just, we don't intend to, obviously the impact is one thing, but we don't intend to sound like really crappy, but does come out that way you know that's exactly so talk to us about some tips or ideas that you have or or I wonder yeah talk to us about any tips that you might have oh yeah so I found these last year and it was so funny because I saw these on Amazon and I was like this is so great and then I didn't realize this is like an ADHD thing this is why it helps me but (laughs) I bought these I bought these gravity timers and I'm sorry I'm blurred we'll talk about why I'm blurred in a little bit but um um, if you want to link to them, I could send you links to them. But basically, each side has a different time. And what you do is you just turn it to that side. The side's on top. So it's going to start a 60-second timer. And I know some people are like, well, you have a timer on your phone. Why can't you use a timer on your phone? Because when I pick up my phone, then I'm going to check this. And I'm going to check that. And then I go, wait, what was I, what was I going to do? I'm going to set the timer. And then you get diverted. And it's called a gravity timer. And I bought a different a different brand recently that had more sides on it, but I, the, the time, the little time thing wasn't big enough for me to be able to see from like just a little, little bit of distance. So I need to be able to see it. Um, and I have like, they have different times on them. So that's why I bought three of them. The one that I use a ton is the 20 minute and the 30 minute one, because I really do. Um, uh, Dr. Huberman talks about in the podcast about time blindness, about ADHD. We really like why we're always late. It's not because we're disrespectful. I mean, we are, you know, some people have called me disrespectful when I spoke out um, against something crappy that they said or did. Yes. But um, um, what, you know how they say, um, women who behave don't make history or something like that, like misbehaving women make history or whatever. So I guess disrespectful women get, you know, get things done. Anyways, I'm being sarcastic. Um, (laughs) We really, I, I really... I was recently, like months ago, I was on a trip with some friends. We were trying to figure out, we were in another country and I was trying to figure out my friends like TV and remote. And I was like, well, I'm going to figure this out. And then my friend's mom looked at me and she goes, you've been at that for 90 minutes now. And I was like, what? I know. I, I had no idea because I was determined to get it done, but I lost all track of time. And um, I started even setting a timer when I get in the shower. And I do it on my phone and I'll open the shower curtain and I'll look at the time and go, oh, okay. It's only been seven minutes, you know, otherwise I'll just be in there and I I won't even, I I always thought I took like 20 minute showers, but actually take less time than that. Anyways, the timers really help. So if I know, and especially if a meeting is about to start and if I don't have the right thing is if I move this and it's not here, 
because I'm using it in another room, then I don't know where it is. That's a whole nother can of worms because out of sight is out of mind. Yeah. That's like a what? real like <clears throat> now, thing for me. So I have to set a lot of reminders. That's so, so smart of you. And let me timers, 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 and reminders. And because we have no sense of time. Now mm -hmm. you would help after we talked last time. I started, and this has been an issue with me. See, I always wore a watch. I have tons of watches, beautiful, expensive watches, cheap Timex watches, you name it. I've always had. Well, when all of a sudden I started getting iPhones, I stopped wearing a watch because the clock is right there on the phone. But you, mm -hmm. I don't, but that's how I get lost on my phone. So I'm not looking at the time when I yeah. my phone. So I went back and I've been starting to wear my watch again. And you know what? Julie, when I'm walking, exactly the same, shot, not showering, but eating, preparing dinner, I glance at my watch and now I have a much better sense of time, of how much time th I'm spending on things. Otherwise, I can get lost for hours. Mm -hmm. I go, I'll say to Kenny, oh, I'm going to just go out to the garage to work on something for an hour. And he comes back out there. And now, now I'm sitting down and I'm, it's like the old cartoon. I'm surrounded by all the screws that I went to clean out the drawer and I found all these screws and now I'm going to put all the screws in a drawer. But now I've gotten, now I'm too tired to put all the screws in the drawer. And by the way, I don't have a drawer. And then now I know what to do with <laughs> Let me go online and look for a new drawer and buy it. Yeah. And I got, then I bought something else and then I bought a new screwdriver. And all the bins to organize it. Thank and you. Then, oh, it doesn't fit. Yeah. All the everything. Everything falls yeah. apart. Do you know what I mean? It's yes. It's like, I don't know how else to say. It's like, it's just shit rolls downhill. And then I come mm -hmm. the room and just sweep up all those screws into like underneath the rug and think, oh, I'll deal with that later. So it's time that you brought up. Time is huge. Yes. And if yes. you are chronically late, if you can't make a deadline, that might be a telltale sign about how, you know, your brain wiring and what. The only reason my timing ever got good in work, Julie, was because I was always on someone else's clock, meaning studios as a food stylist, as an art director, someone was paying me. So I was on their clock. So I had to be very aware of a clock, not my clock, but their clock. And so when they yeah, you have to be at work at 6.30 a.m., then I was there. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's yeah. the only reason. But as a young woman, I was chronically late. I'm, yeah. And like if you're doing events, right, like the event's going to start okay. this time and you know that it's going to take this much time to prep. Right. For me, it was as a software engineer, it was like, oh, yeah, we got to be here at this time. And it was like, yeah, OK, I'll show up <laughs> like and and, you know, and I wasn't that's not how I said it. That's just how I showed up. That's right. And I yeah. So I would show up late and we had Monday morning 8 a.m. meetings. Oh, gosh, we're excruciating Absolutely. to get there at 8 a.m. And I was always late and, you know, um, my boss kind of got used to it and uh, hopefully, hopefully he never listens to this, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I would come in late and then I would stay late though. That was the thing. See, this is, um, yes, 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 yes. And also I was always so, when I had other jobs, I was so good at it that lots of times the manager didn't bitch at me for when I was late in the morning, exactly what you just said, because I made yeah. up for it at other times. Yes. And, but I also remember once a 
counselor at college said to me, I don't know why you sign up for those 8 a.m. classes. You never go. And, it, and they were kind of shuffling papers. And I was really kind of offended. And then I thought, oh, I guess he's right. Why do I, why do I sign up for those 8 o'clock classes? Because I had no intention of making it. Okay. I mean, I had the intention, but I was never going to make it. Because I would get up and then I had to curl my hair or I had to go and get a different coffee or I had to, you know, mm -hmm. or. I what about when someone says we actually you have an extra 30 minutes because if you're like early or on time and they say we have an extra 30 minutes. Well, guess what? That 30 minutes turns into another hour and then I'm actually late. I understand. Yeah. I had extra time and now I'm late. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I get that one. I get that one. <laughs> What else? Uh, timers are a great tip. What else? So I, one of the things I learned from the Huberman podcast was about piles of papers, how people with ADHD have piles of papers. That's their system of organizing and it doesn't work. And I will add to it. It's frustrating. It adds to anxiety. And I saw it in my house, like growing up. And I was like, I always shake my head for the piles of papers. And guess what I have is piles of papers. So I've been working through that, like before, even before this diagnosis, because I was like, I'm trying to go not completely paperless, but like move towards more digital, like scanning things in and, and like, if I don't need to keep it, like, you know, I don't need a physical copy of it, like my birth certificate or my passport, then I should scan it in and save it somewhere, organize it in some way and not just keep it around. And that is why my office is blurred because it is a mess right now. I, it still is still working through it. Um, because again, there's like a lot to do with the ADHD where things just get overwhelming and then you just want to just go lay down and not do any of it. So I just sit here and do my work if I just can't focus on, on the mess. But so one of the things I try to do is one thing that I'm really proud of the last few months is when the mail comes into the house, I we I process it immediately. Good. So I open it up and because I've had, and I don't know if other people have had this experience and maybe some people will laugh at me, but like I've had instances where like I would, we had like just stacks of mail and then I would open things and I'm like, this is from a year ago. I got this a year ago. And I never opened it. You I, know, um, I've had checks like that before. I know. Where like they sent me a new check, but it was in that pile. <laughs> and so- I don't want my kitchen counter and right now is a little cluttery, but the mail still comes in and um, I just, it's a rule for me now, like not a rule because I, I don't like rules, but I just, you, I see it as like a, yeah. it is like a dopamine rush for me to like process it, throw it away, shred it or put the bills where they need to go. And right. then just be like, Hey, I got, I got the bills are out of the way. And then I like to still write notes by hand in a notebook and stuff, but what I'm trying to do, it's still a work in progress, is to like put it into my notes app and yeah. process it if I want to do something with it and then get rid of the paper. Good. So processing some things immediately so that I don't have piles of paper. And that's easier said than done. Um, the other thing that kind of goes with this is I read a book. Well, I'm not done with the book yet. Um, I started listening to the audio version because like you said, I need I need like a couple of versions. So oh, yeah, um, I've kind of stopped buying physical books because I really like highlighting in my Kindle. But a lot of times I really like listening to the book too. So now I've been doing like audio and Kindle version because I kind of want to see the text. And hear the and then I want to be able to change the font and the size and the spacing so that I can like 
process it better because something you said in your podcast um um last time or like when you were talking about ADHD um and that's something that I've noticed apps and like my office like all these things if something's too cluttery I can't see anything oh and it causes me anxiety and stress sweetheart and even it's like spacing between lines even like you know find books okay and we've all seen them Mm -hmm. I've gotten cookbooks or I've gotten just the um press release from a cookbook because people that want they want it's people that want to be on the podcast and instead of a clear concise clean press release send me one page give me five bullet points we're happening I get these late oh my god or the one tiny little lines yeah. that sent me all these links to the search up my eyes gloss over and I put it to the side and I and then later on sometimes I'll say what did you think of that gift? I or an answer from one of them that says, "Well, call this girl on Tuesday by Wednesday by Thursday." I'm bad. At, done. Okay, I'm 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 now. I'm already. I'm lost. I'm not going to call you because you've confused me so greatly. And I'll say to people, and a friend just said this morning, "You never had my author on, and the book is really great." I said, "The e- I asked her for two different dates." The email came back in a paragraph of who I had to call next for this, for that date, for this. I said, I I gave up. I just gave up. When you're confused by text or um, what you're- A wall of text. All of it. You know? A wall of yeah. text. Forget it. You're not going to read it. Okay. That's all. Just it's, avoid it. It's yeah. just, it's like confusion on confusion. <laughs> yes. Yes. When Cindy and I Oh, I was gonna say the name of the book. I didn't even tell you the oh, book, you did. did I? The name of the book. Oh my god. Oh, it's called Building a Second Brain. Oh and it's awesome. So it's all about like for me, like I used to be able to like I used to remember a lot of things. Yeah. I used to remember people's birthdays and it was probably anxiety. Like <laughs> and then also I feel like as you get older. I'm not saying anything. Don't think I'm going to say something like that. Or as you get more experience in whatever vertical you're working in, you have to remember more and more things, right? Like the more experience I became as a blogger, I had to remember more stuff, I had to learn more stuff. And it's like so much information that we have to learn. And it was like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, or maybe when we got our cell phones too, everyone's like, I can't remember anything. I can't remember, you know, everything. And I have been on a journey of searching for like a notes app that works for me for a while. And I was using like simultaneously a couple different ones. And I don't remember even how I found the the author is Tiago Forte. And I don't know how I happened upon building a second brain, but his whole like thing framework is all about try to put it in this framework that he has. So that you don't have to try to remember everything, but also you can find it. Because here's the thing is like, the key is to not spend eons going to find something. So you're getting ready to sit down and go to work so that you can start working and you don't have to sit there and go find it. Because the whole thing for ADHD people is to get started. And if I think I have to go find all the five pieces to go get this thing piece done, then I'm just going to be like, I'll forget it. I'm not going to do it. And then that's the whole procrastination sets in. That's right. Um, And his whole paradigm or like his whole framework, I organize my emails in that framework. Um, I'm organizing my notes app that way. 
and my Dropbox and my Google Drive. And so I just, I click around and I'm like, oh, I know where to look for it. And then my old folders, I'm like, oh, I don't even want to look at them. I I'm like mad at them because I can't find anything in them. And I'm just going to throw them in the archive directory or whatever that he has. So it's just, it's been great for that. And then I've been creating tools for myself to track things because I can't remember the last time I gave myself a manicure or a pedicure, or I can't remember the last time I did this or um, the last time I exfoliated, my, you know, whatever, yeah. like, you know, all these different things that you do in your life and like, you know, well, did we get the dog's bath two weeks ago or was it three weeks ago? And so I've created like a little tracker for myself in Google Sheets. And I was getting ready to tell you this, Denise, a few weeks ago, like I'm starting a whole nother blog and a whole nother wow. personal brand because I want to share all these things that I yes. am, am creating for myself and but, figuring out yeah. because I love, I've been doing this my whole life, like yes. figuring things out and just making something work for me. And then realizing, oh, wow, it's a, it's a, all centered around ADHD and how my brain works. And um, one of the things for me is that like, if something works for me for a while, if things get really hard, anxiety or stress or life and stuff, I kind of forget about it because out of sight is out of mind. Yeah. And then I go, why did I stop doing that? That works so well. So one of the things I'm doing is even keeping one note that's like, it's called what works for me. This really works for me. And then I try to review it every couple of weeks and remind myself, hey, this is what you do. Like, one thing I even put a post-it note here. I'm trying to do like doctor's appointments on Fridays if possible so that I don't interrupt my work day like during yeah. the week. And if it's possible, then I just try to do those appointments on Fridays so that, and then that just kind of like frees me up to not have to try to decide like, oh, I don't know when I'm available. Yes. Because when they're like, what days are you available? You know, I don't know. Uh, all um, the stuff you're talking about, Julie, though, even if you don't have ADHD, AD are helpful to people that can't get organized. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've got friends that don't have ADHD, but they can't. I always just say to them, you need a pad and a paper. They said, what? I said, keep a pad and a paper next to your bed or in my, mm -hmm. now it's on my phone, which has become so great for me. I use the notes. And when I'm just watching something and I have an idea, I put it in my phone. Then I go back a week later and because it's a, it's an idea for a story or an idea for a mm -hmm. podcast, but it's so easy now that it's in my phone for me. Do you know what I mean? Now yes. they would make no sense to anyone else, but <laughs> I've learned that at, but what everything you're talking about and the tips you're giving us right now was totally for people that can't, you know, and I wonder because you said the magic word procrastinate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everyone, I know a lot of people that do not have ADHD, but they're procrastinators. That's a whole nother brainwave. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So the tips you're giving today, which is if you're talking about a new blog, this could be helpful to a whole lot of people. I hope so. And I, I think that I just have to channel this. Like you said, we have a lot of energy in this energy and this is the stuff that's working for me. And also this is kind of like where I'm at in my life and I just kind of want to share it and then if it helps people that that would be awesome that's, that's like i always want to help people and i'm always doing research i'm always checking things out and learning like you know i'm like always telling you guys about the new apps and stuff like that oh, you're so incredible. yeah so i love that and i actually used to um in elementary school they used to because we did the the pizza hut book it program because we all were getting our free pizzas when we read so many books oh. a month 
I should have ticked a mark every single time I downloaded a new app or tried out a new app because I have tried out so many apps this year and have just been like, okay, no, this one's not for me. I used to kind of beat myself up and be like, why doesn't this work? All these other I, people think this is such an amazing app. And one of the things that we talked about a few weeks ago was that I realized that some things are just not made for me to process it. It's too stressful. The text is too close together. It doesn't make sense. And in software, when I was a software engineer, we talked about friction. And I feel like this is like a lot like in life too. If it's going to take too much work for someone to do, they're not going to do it. That's right. Right. So you either, you just make it friction as, as less friction as possible. So if they've got to go do something like a menu item or whatever, you don't want to nest it down. If they do it all the time, you don't want to nest it down in like five menus deep or whatever. Yeah. And so it's kind of the same kind of thing. Like I know I'm talking about apps, but in life too, you want to make things as easy as possible for yourself. So there's all these things where I figured out like, oh crap, this is why I did this. This is why for many years, because we've hung out together, you know that at 9 p.m., my phone goes off to, to remind me to take my medicine. Everybody that's hung out with me or traveled with me is like, Julie, have you taken your medicine yet? Because I'm snoozing it till like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. Because if I hit stop and, and if I'm not near my medicine or I don't ha have it with me, if I hit stop when I get home, I'm not taking it because I completely forgot. I understand. We'll forget it, even though I've taken it for years. I know, honey. No, consistency. This is another thing, one of the last things we can talk about. What you're trying to do is harness all the energy and all the thoughts. I, I get it. I mean, I've been there. All the pieces of paper, all of it. You're just trying to find a way to harness it all. Okay. Only now in the past few years, I would say, people say something like, you know what you should do? I go, no, that's never going to happen. Or when Cindy would say to me, let's try this. I'd say, that's never going to work for me. I've learned what I can discard. Do you know what I mean? I've, yes. I just, yes. there are things that are never going to stick. I'm never going to do that. We're going to have to discard. But one of the things, consistency with someone with an ADHD is very, very difficult. That's, yes. And we're talking about anxiety, procrastination, um, consistency. These are adult problems. And so I know there's people out there that don't think that it's, they may just think it's a bad habit. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes that's what it is. But there's a whole lot to our brain wiring that I don't think we question. Nor do we, you know, and the other reason is in our society and the way our school system set up and the way we grade each other and all that, people are just supposed to do it one way and get to the end of the path and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Nobody, we're not set up as a society to say, oh, this child is, is different. You know, we're just not. So it makes it hard, but I know a lot of people, not a lot, but I know some of the people that are listening to this right now may not be aware, but that's why when you hear someone say, oh, I could never be a baker. And yet they love to cook. Well, yeah. being a baker is different, but a baker means that you have patience and consistency and you're willing to wait for results. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's not, mm -hmm. and that's not something that we're usually, people are proud of. Mm -hmm. So it's a very interesting thing. I, I just see people all the time and I think they should question why that's been so difficult for them because maybe there's an answer to it. Yeah. And it does might not be that like that you're neurotypical or or whatever. It could be that you have anxiety and you don't have anything else or you have PTSD or CPTSD, which yeah. I just recently learned about. And like 
it's interesting that you said consistency because um, I've been blogging for, is it going to be, uh, it's going to be almost 14 years. Oh my God. This year, which I can't believe. <laughs> and it's probably because my husband was like, I don't think you're going to do this for that long. You know, when someone discounts me and being a rebel, when someone says, I don't think you could do this, not in a like crappy way, but like in the, are you oh, sure yeah. you're going to keep up with that? Um, kind of thing. And people would ask me, well, how often, how many times a week do you publish a blog article or an article? And I would say, I'm the most inconsistent, I'm inconsistent blogger. So I'm consistent at being inconsistent. I get it. And it's so funny that you said that because there's all these hallmarks of things that like, boom, they just kind of like the little road hazard signs when you're like driving down a road and you're just kind of like, I just missed all those flags. I missed all the red flags all the way down down into the little hole in the road, you know, kind of thing. I mean, even talking about like worrying about stuff, my mom, um, as a little girl would tell me, you just need to worry about, you need to worry about yourself. Just worry about yourself. Why are you worried about everybody else? Well, come to find out, like, I feel like I'm very, I'm hypersensitive, a highly sensitive person, but I also have ADHD, but I also have a lot of empathy for other people. So I think it's important just to know ourselves and even if you don't have ADHD, and of course, every ADHD person um, is different. No one, no two people are alike, you know, because we, we watch, both of us watch TV shows differently. So I just, I just know life is hard and it's not always easy, but if we can figure some things out that work for us, then why not? Let's just try it. And then you can help other people with it too. Now, when you, when you launch your new website, you'll have to come back and talk about it because it could be very, very helpful to people, honey. I'm telling you just a little bit that you and I have talked about it. It's helped me so much with my ADHD. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's just, it's, it's helped me. So Julie Trandiley is going to come back and talk to us when she launches her new, um, is it a, it'll be a website or a blog, darling, or will it be both? Talking about helpful things for us. That's what I'm going to call it, helpful things. Because, honey, you're you're a researcher extraordinaire, and it is very helpful to people. Now, see, and I don't have that. Kind, I'll go down the rabbit hole a little bit, but I don't have that kind of brain to research for a long period of time. I don't. It just comes in and goes out. Now, whoever wants to reach out to us, all of Julie's information will be when Cindy broadcasts this podcast. I can't thank you enough, Julie. I thank Cindy every time because, of course, she keeps the train on the track. And as we've talked about ADHD, can you see that is no small task, is it? No, no we went over, didn't we? A little bit. Okay. People can listen to it when they're in parts. So if you have any questions, it's women, women beyond at iCloud.com. And honey, I can't thank you enough because I know that I learned some things today and I hope that it's helpful to some other people, or at least we've pointed them in the right direction. But I'll tell you, it's not just people with ADHD. Most of us could use focus, how to focus and how to concentrate because, and I think this all comes from social media and computers and carrying little tiny phones in our hands. We have become more scattered, if anything. With all the tools that we have, most of us have become more scattered because it's, and you know, all the issues that go with it, all the issues that go with it. We focus on our, yes. yeah. 
All right. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Denise. I'll talk to you again soon. Take care of yourself. It's never enough time to talk to you. And thanks, honey. And we'll talk again. So thank you, everybody. Women beyond a certain age. Bye-bye.